Hello and welcome back to Bourbon Stuff. This is Carolyn from Bourbon Stuff and as always, here's my husband E. Hello! So today we're bringing you something that personally I've never heard of until he purchased it and put it on the table in front of me. Well, this is something we also saw while we were in Kentucky that I'm like, eh, I'm gonna hold off. And then I saw it locally and I'm like, eh, why not? Okay, so to be exact, this is M.B. Rowland, uncut, unfiltered, still and barrel proof Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. That's a lot of shit on a label. It is a lot of shit on a label. And I looked it up and it legitimately goes, uh, comes off of the still into the barrel ages and then is bottled without any additional water being added. So this comes off the still at, I want to say 55, 56% somewhere around there before being barreled, which is very low in the grand scheme of things. But I'm very interested to see what this craft distillery is able to do. Okay, so on our paper we have that this is their own distillate. It has an ABV of 56.6% or 113.2%. Proof. That, yeah, proof, sorry. Um, mash bill is 78% white corn, 17% rye, and 5% malted barley. The barrel is listed on the bottle as new number four char batch 66 and this is bottle 175 of 430 which makes me curious to to know whether they're using like full 52 gallon barrels or smaller when i looked it up i couldn't find any information one way or another but and they're also relatively young the thing the the bottle says um established 2009 as a company yeah and on the side you can see that it does say at least two years old so we do know that there it's two or more um we picked this up locally for 43.99 uh from a very small shop uh haven't really seen it elsewhere locally just i thought it was a low enough price that I'd be willing to take the risk on a new craft to see what they're coming up with and what's in store for us in the future. I feel like they got... Okay, so I'm going to read you part of this and... Yeah, go for it. (laughs) I'm just going to read a little blurb. MB Rowland Bourbon is a focus on flavor. Local white corn is the base of our mash. We age in wood-fired new charred oak barrels and bottled straight from the barrel, uncut, unfiltered, at distillation and barrel proof. This is what bourbon is meant to be. I could get behind that logic. But that's some, like, some that is some strong words. Yeah. Because this, what's in this bottle, right here, this, this like, Me- two, two-ish year old thing. Yeah. This is what it's supposed to be? We'll find out when we taste it. <laughs> Look, I, I know that we like to give people a lot of shit, but at the same time... Like, they're doing things that I would want to see in a distillery. They're very transparent about what's in their product. They care about the quality, I'm assuming. I just... It's a pretty bottle, too. I just... I I dislike all the fluff. There's literally a little copper collar on this that says it is grain to glass... That it's that's just the whiskey version of of uh, farm to table. And it's, it, it's... it bugs me. It bugs me to no end. And I'm a fucking culinary school foodie, like bougie bitch behind the scenes. But this just like it makes it makes me cringe. 
I, I'm, I'm trying very, very hard not to... Not to be biased. Not to be biased, but... But Look, come on, like, so, it's lovely. Freaking lovely if you grow your own stuff, you process your own stuff, and you distill your own stuff. That's just, that's amazing. That's delightful. Exactly. And you're, you know, that makes a, a lower cost for consumers because yeah. you're not having to, like, ship in all this random shit. That's great. And you're very transparent about what goes into it. You are remarkably transparent about that, and I applaud that. But this... This little paper collar nonsense, like, it's not necessary. Oh, of course it's not necessary. Why would it be? Like, give me two extra years and take that piece of paper off and I'll be happy. I don't think it's a fair trade, but I'm with you. <laughs> like, give me a bottle and bond product. <sighs> okay, let's get to the sniffins so that we can stop judging the bottle. Yes, yes. Judging a book by its cover. Okay, well, it's it smells very sweet. So the two biggest things that are hitting me are just that that cereal grain note. Like you just opened a bag of grain and it's very green, almost sappy on the nose. Okay, so for me, I get what you're talking about where it it Okay, this is hard to explain for people for people who have not who have not been to Kentucky or been to other states that distill, have not been to distilleries, especially ones that use the small barrels. I am not you... in any way, shape, or form saying that Amby Rowland uses small barrels, but if you are familiar with places like, say, Limestone Branch. Yes. Where they have itty bitty micro barrels that are in a delightful little shipping container that age out there. I think they're five gallon barrels they, I they use. I honestly can't remember. But that smell and that taste of items from that type of barrel is what you're getting. Is what you're getting. Yeah. And if you are someone who has aged in micro barrels at home and you've bought like those those like, like the one or two liter one or two liter barrels that you keep on your counter or your desk or what have you, and you get that overly woodsy, very green, very fresh sappy. Sap. Yeah. Yeah, that is what this has on the nose. It's not bad. It's just very reminiscent of something that I spent too much time in something that is too small for it. Yeah. No, I, I know that exact, like, green sappy note that you're talking about, and I I get it too. You're not crazy. It's remarkably hot on the nose for... Uh, what is this? 113 proof. I don't know. Maybe I, I think I think, it's, I think it's about on par with what I'd expect for, yeah. like, 113. And there's a very lovely caramelized sugar. There is. No. There like, is. I will say that. It is delightfully sweet on the nose. And beyond the vegetal nature, there's just uh, a floral, fruity kick with, like, a little yeah. bit of mint. And I have to applaud them for having the grain notes be as forward as they are, because that that's the thing that is very difficult to accomplish like yeah like the mint definitely yeah it's coming from like the rye the sweetness is certainly coming from the corn yeah and the fact that you use a white corn means it's going to be a little bit less sweet mm -hmm. and allow the other grains to kind of go forward as well so the vegetable may actually be the malt it could be or yeah. the rye yeah 
Okay. Shall we get into the tasting? Yeah, let's do it. Um. Slightly funky herbal sweet tea. Coffee? You're getting coffee. It, it tastes vaguely of Manifest's rye. Okay, I get what you're saying. Where there's like, it's the malt. 100%. I was going to say it's the coffee grain. It's, it tastes like coffee grain. That's the malt that's coming through. Yeah. And there's just this ever so slight sour kick at the end. They've got to be using smaller barrels. Like, even if it's like 30 or 15 And gallon, this is Kentucky, right? It is Kentucky. It's very, very unique. It is not sourced. This is their own distillate. It and is. it's common ingredients. But with the way this is tasting, we've only ever gotten this type of flavor from micro barrels or stuff here in Florida. Yeah, and a little bit of Texas. And a little bit of Texas, yeah. Um, so with that being said, yeah, it's it's very spicy. It's very sweet. The fruity is coming out. The floral's there. The... Like I said, there's like a eh, sour kick at the end. There's a little bit of a coffee grain kind of flavor, which is definitely a malt. It is. But it is green as fuck. Okay, so I think that you and I, with our experiences, have a bit of a bias for those flavors because we know where they came from. Um, I will say the flavors when you take a sip of this are very pronounced, mm -hmm. very forward, and they they linger quite a bit. This this is a good bottle I for think, $43. I think that this, in the realm of craft, because that's what this is, yeah. um, is probably one of the better young crafts that are out there. Absolutely. I think that this is remarkably delightful it is. for a two-year whiskey. It is. Absolutely. Um, that if I'm if I'm getting like that that multi coffee grain hit, and yeah. I taste the menthol, and I'm getting all of the sweetness, like if I'm able to pick out the grains that you're using above the funkiness of the age and aging process, then. You know, that speaks volumes about you yeah. as a creator. You like, guys are doing fantastic. Like, I could genuinely get behind this, and I really want to see what their products look like at, like, four, six, or eight years old when they finally get to mm -hmm. that point. Because if they've been around since 2009, that means that they've got at least 12 years of potential aging of spirits behind their belt. Like... Hopefully, they'll start releasing some older stuff soon. It smells so sweet, though. Oh, yeah. And it is it is very sweet on the palate. Like, the sweetness definitely comes through. I think that because of the... this, Despite the fact that it's 113 proof, it smells hotter on the nose than it does taste on the palate. Yeah. It tastes remarkably gentle and smooth it is very well rounded as far as that's concerned there's no bitiness to it there's nothing that burns and that sweetness kind of overcompensates for any heat that would exist yeah it's nice it's nice i think that next time we're in kentucky we should hunt down their uh their distillery and see what sort of things they have when if we're there we went out of our way for 
<laughs> Old St. Nick. Pre was it preservation? Preservation distillery. If we went like over the river and through the woods for that. <laughs> it wasn't far away from our next stop. <laughs> it was exact opposite of no. everything else though. No, it was actually like a couple miles away from our next stop. Which side of town was that on? Bartstown. Bartstown side? Oh. That was the day that like we went everywhere in Bardstown. And nothing was nothing was open that yeah. we wanted to go to. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, no, I, I genuinely think that MB Roland um, is definitely one to check out if you're wanting to try some better craft. Where is there? What city are they in? Pembroke? Ooh. Uh... <laughs> where, where, where is it at? We can hit them when we drive through Nashville. Because they are all the way down. Okay, I'll definitely keep that in mind. Okay, so this, I'd say, is definitely a for this price, which is $43.99. Buy this, try this, and find out for yourself if you enjoy this type of craft flavor. Um, if you enjoy this type of green or uh, how sweet this is, like just, you know... Try it for yourself, because I think that you'll be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Um, we're definitely going to have to, at some point, get their barrel-proof rye to see how that is as well. Because yeah. <laughs> rye always does better at young ages than bourbon does. And rye is just better. <laughs> of course. <laughs> okay, take us out. All right. As always, please do check me out on Instagram. My username is bourbon underscore and underscore stuff. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can message me there or simply email us at bourbonstuff at gmail.com. Thank you for always supporting the podcast, be that by listening and sharing episodes or by donating directly to anchor.fm forward slash bourbon stuff. And with all of that being said, remember that all whiskeys, especially the remarkably delightful craft brewed ones, they are distilled. There we go. Technically both. Yeah. They're meant to be shared.